Hello, and welcome back to Arkham's Kids. I'm Tim, and I am your host as William descends into the Arkham Asylum. No, it's not the Batman Arkham Asylum. It is the actual asylum in Arkham where bad things have happened, particularly with this campaign, or with this scenario. A lot of things can go wrong with this one. A lot of people don't like it. It's kind of polarizing. I kind of dig it because of the whole flavor of... uh, of uh, just trouncing around in a crazy asylum in the 1920s, just it, it piques my interest. So I mean, I, I I get it. I mean, I get it because of the scenario and, and the outcome of the scenario and, and why it would kind of cheese some people off. But uh, I, I still dig it. I, I like it. Uh, but in any case, many people are probably wondering why I have not been publicly. Uh, posting on like Facebook groups and other than my Twitter account and stuff like that or or Facebook snippets. I really haven't posted I'm doing a podcast. So I like to keep things pretty low and maintain. However, for those that so for whoever does listen, the first person that emails me at Timothy or not Timothy, but uh, Arkham's Kids at gmail.com. That's A-R-K-H-A-M-S at gmail.com. I have a little contest. For the first responder that sends me an email, they have to do only one thing, is to forward the podcast over to Facebook, Twitter, no matter how it gets out. Send me evidence that you have posted it and you were the the first one. Uh, Promote the channel. And if you do, you're going to get from me a copy of 2018 Invocation Playmat, the uh, scenario that goes with it, and that includes the two lucky cards, and also the dividers. And then this is open to the U.S., so I will send this on my dime. No expenses. You know, as long as you're in the U.S., I will send you the mat, the scenario with the mat, and uh, the investigator cards for free. And all you got to do is just post it out there. That's um, giving it to you. And if you posted it for any other listener that does that, just go ahead and like and review. Send me an email stating you listen to the podcast and uh, I will start a, a, uh, uh, a raffle for the first 20 respondents. I have another copy of the 2018 invocation. So again, um, you'll have a chance. If you're not the first one, you'll have a chance to get the 2018 invocation playmat, um, the scenario, and a set of the dividers uh, for your, your the player cards. Again, so open into the U.S. I'll send it uh, shipping free. And all, uh, all you gotta do is just provide me your information, and I'll contact you on it. So I, I like keep, keeping things kind of hidden, but uh, I think this is a nice way of doing that. And considering I have a couple of these scenarios out in the open, uh, I'm gonna let that out there. So whoever emails me first with their credentials and pa- passes along either on Facebook groups, uh, Twitter, and shows me evidence of it, uh, I will send them free of charge the, the invocation kit for 2018. And if you missed out on it, uh, the first 20 respondents uh, on, on liking my podcast and stuff like that, uh, and then sending them an email on it, uh, first 20, I will go ahead and do the raffle for the second kit. And I will send that, again, free, no charge. Just getting it out there. I'm kind of weird like that. Uh, I mean, I could mean it just blasting it out there on uh, Facebook and stuff like that, but I wanted to build a little more of a podcast history and see how I could fit in, you know, in with the rest of the gang that's going down right now. So, because there's a lot of competition between, you know, you got Drawn to the Flame. Uh, there's a couple other ones, MUR. Uh, so I'm just putting my own niche in there and then just see how it goes. But I like playing the game. I like doing this thing. So I'm going to continue on to do so until I get bored of it. And right now there's no signs of that ever happening. So I'm just going to continue on doing playthroughs, reading news as we goes along and, and putting my advice on it. So uh, good luck uh, to the first respondent and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, now we got that out of the way, let's start with the unspeakable oath. If the followers of the sign have found their way forward, if I wrote that in the campaign log, read intro one. I did not, so I'm going to go to two. Over the course of the next few days, you delve into the evidence you've collected, hoping to find any information regarding Daniel Chesterfield, a stagehand during the previous production of The King in Yellow. As far as you can tell, he is the only surviving member of that production's cast and crew. The rest of them, that is, for those whom you find any records at all, disappeared or died soon after opening night for a variety of fashions connected only by their morbidness. 
freak accidents, suicides, vanishings. It would seem that Daniel is your only lead, and if you were to investigate farther. According to the records you found, he was admitted to Arkham Asylum many years ago. All documentation about Daniel's treatment seems to end there. You're unsure if he's still even alive. Perhaps he was cured and released. You are hoping to avoid this, but there seems to be only one way to find out. You collect your belongings and head downtown towards Arkham Asylum. As you enter the asylum, you stop to speak at the receptionist, though you feel your body urged to step deeper into the clutches of this madhouse. He gives you a confused expression as you tell him the king in yellow and of Daniel. But at your insistence, he pours through the file cabinet and eventually pulls out a stark white folder. Inside is a wealth of information about the patients admitted into the asylum, medical records, psychiatric evaluations, and the like. You recognize a few of the faces as he flips through the pages. Daniel? Daniel Chesterfield, yes. He is admitted under special care of Dr. Mintz. But you can't see him. His level is restricted to staff only. You argue to and insist to be let into the patient wing, knowing that Daniel must hold the key to understanding what is really going on. The receptionist gives a pitying smile and relents, nodding to the security guards nearby. Oh, of course, of course, he says with all honesty of a street peddler. I will schedule a meeting with you, uh, for you with Dr. Mintz so you can speak with him about Daniel. These gentlemen will see you in. Relieved that you soon to get the answers you seek, you are escorted into the patient wing of Arkham Asylum. Uh, check the campaign log. Constance Dumont was listed as the VIP's interview. Uh, proceed, but nope. I killed her. Didn't get a chance to talk to her. So, added to the bag, uh, considering playing an easy, a minus two token. I did not upgrade uh, anything, because I only got one, or I got two XP's, so I'm one short for another good upgrade, and I wanted to get the Relic Hunter. So, for William... Agenda 1A, locked inside. The patient wing of the asylum is far quieter and lonelier than you expected. The hall reeks of chemicals and body odor, and as soon as you are escorted inside, the doors behind you are closed, locked and tight. This will advance after two doom. Arkham Asylum. I need three clues to advance. Aside from the few patients giving you a wide berth, there aren't any orderlies or doctors around to speak with. It looks like you'll have to find Mr. Chesterfield on your own. Okay, so to start, I can choose, there's two asylum halls, the western wing and the eastern wing. Eastern wing uh, goes to the infirmary, then eventually down to the basement hall, but I can't get in there, it's locked. Um, or I can start at the west, go to the yard, garden, mess hall, kitchen. Well, can't go to the kitchen, that too was locked, so was the garden. So I think there'll be, for action choices, I think I'm going to start at the western, because that'll at least give me two more choices between the mess hall and the yard to, to dig up some clues versus going to the infirmary. So... We'll start there first. I'm going to draw my five cards. Resourceful, cherish, re keepsake, lucky, look what I found, and second wind. And I don't like any of that. That's a terrible, terrible start. So put those to the side. Draw another lucky, guard dog. Take the initiative. Look what I found. Track shoes. Well, okay, I got the track shoes, so that, that'll kind of help out, at least help me move around. So, hopefully, I didn't get anything in it. I didn't get any weapons. I didn't get any take hearts or drawing thin. I didn't get any of those. So, this is going to be interesting. I'm hoping this is not going to be a quick scenario. No spoilers for those that didn't play Carcosa. But if you're listening this far, you, you already know what I'm talking about. So, the Asylum Halls. The pleasant atmosphere of the reception areas disappeared as soon as, as, soon as Dr. Mintz shut the thick iron door behind them. The temperature dropped to a clammy chill, and a foul, sharp stench hung in the air. This does have a clue. Three shroud. Each lunatic enemy in this location gets plus one horror value. So there is a clue on there. Alright, first turn. Let's play Take the Initiative now and try to scarf up that clue quickly. So that gives me three wild pips. Centering to my first turn. And I'm going to be up five to three. Minus two, grab the clue. Second turn, I will play track shoes. Uh, it's footwear, gives you a plus one evade, and then as a react, 
after I move, but before enemies at my new location engage you, exhaust it and test uh, evade three. If you succeed, move to a connecting location. Uh, turn two, let's uh, head to the mess hall. A wide open doorway leads to the asylum's mess hall where patients would have their meals. It's quieter than you expected. And there are no chairs scuffling, dishes clanking, or, or patients speaking to one another. Uh, there are two clues on this. Two shroud. After I successfully investigate the mess hall, I have to choose and discard one card from my hand. It's worth a victory point. So I guess that's where I would be for the end of my turn. No enemies. Uh, I'm going to gain a resource, so put me back up to three. I'm going to draw a card. And I drew a flashlight. That kind of helped out. Okay, the first doom goes on locked inside. I'm going to draw a card. Whispers in your head, dread. Uh, I cannot move more than once each turn. Well, that's dreadful. Kind of, kind of defeats the whole track shoes thing. So I guess I'm. I can't really have that happening. I gotta, gotta do that. Man, it's a quick turn. All right, <laughs> spend two action to discard whispers in your head, dread from your hand. Let's get rid of that. Turn to man. I'm afraid to play flashlight. And I'm gonna get like straight jacketed. Uh, but no, I will not do that because I have on my third action. I am going to investigate. Considering I, if I fail, I can play. Look what I found. So right now I'm at two to two. So let's do that. Two to two, and hoping for a fail. Minus one. I did fail. So then I will spend the two. Uh, play Look What I Found fast after I failed the skill test by two or less, which I did. Discover two clues at your location. And I don't have to worry about the uh, forced action because I did not successfully investigate. Score! So let's advance the Arkham Asylum now. On my final turn. Oh, that was my third action, but Turning... A corner, you nearly bump into a nurse with light brown hair and sharp features. You tell her about the violent patients and strange things you've seen, but she doesn't listen. When you acquire about Daniel, she informs you that he is a patient of Dr. Mintz and that he resides in the secured basement level. Unfortunately, she refuses to let you into that area of the asylum. I must choose one. Um, so there are three tests, um, either fighting, evade, or knowledge. So they're all forced. Uh, if you fail all three of those, you, know, you just knock her over and grab the keys. And remember, you took the keys by force. So uh, my best shot is with force. So I'm going to intimidate her. So I'm going to go for the four. See what happens. Skull, minus one. If you fail, which I did, randomly choose an enemy... A monk from the set-aside uh, monster enemies and place it beneath the act deck without looking at it. Let's not do that and play lucky. So I'm going to be out of resources. I'll play my lucky and beat that by two. So I forced her to give me the keys. I don't want to put any more monsters underneath there than I have to. So let's do that. Act 2A. I'm using the second version because I didn't take the clasp. Daniel is somewhere in the secured basement where the most dangerous patients are kept. Now that you have the key, you can explore this area of the asylum. So I can ignore the text on the unrevealed sides of Arkham Asylum locations. So uh, don't have to worry about the doors being locked in the works. I got the key. My objective is to find the patient confinement location with Daniel Chesterfield. And I'll be instructed to uh, advance it once... I'm there. So that is the end of my turn. We're going to go to the enemy phase. There are no enemies. I'm going to gain just one resource. This is my only one. I'm going to draw a card. I drew my second flashlight. Mythos phase. Uh, locked inside is going to advance. Speaking with the patients is proving more difficult than you assumed. They eye you cautiously and refuse to answer any of your questions, backing away or fleeing if confronted. Either they're not used to guess, or something about you is causing them a considerable amount of distress. 
Some act like animals backed into a corner, and you think that any moment they might strike. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and each set-aside lunatic enemy into play. So there were seven lunatics that were set aside, and now they're going to go back in. The lead investigator must randomly choose an enemy from the set-aside monster enemies and place it beneath the act deck without looking at it. And I did shuffle the monsters, and there's seven of those, so I'm going to put her under one of those underneath the really bad ones. Version 2. Torturous Descent. The longer you spend in this hellish place, the more you want to leave. Already it has felt like days. You fear that if you are stuck here much longer, you will become, like the patients, a husk of your former self. Unruly and dangerous. I gotta draw a card still from the Mythos pack. Uh, for the Torture's Descent, I need seven Doom on there, so I got a little time. A little. Thank goodness Ancient Evils are not in this deck, because it would be... It would be terrible. Draw my Mythos. I drew a Young Psychopath. Uh, engages with me. After a Young Psychopath engages me, I must either take one Whore or gets plus three Fights. I have nothing really to fight with, so this is not that amazing. So I am going to... Give her the plus three fight, because I'm probably going to evade with my track shoes. Alright, so first action, let's do that. I'm going to try to evade the young psychopath. Three, with my track shoes, will be a four. Four to three, I'll be at plus one. This is zero, so she disengages with me. Second action, I could go to the kitchen, which I should, because this scenario considering if you didn't play a blind run through you got to get like all these little quirky little bits saying you've done this you've did this you've marked that remember you did this so i'm gonna have to eventually do it anyways before i actually start trancing at the basement hall so turn two i'll move to the kitchen the kitchen has one clue on it Two shroud. If there are no clues on the kitchen, test head two. If you succeed, remember that I set a fire in the kitchen. Dirty dishes filled with sinks and cover and cover the countertops. An unidentifiable sludge boils on the stove. And then turn three. Let's uh, not investigate. I really need to like draw some cards. So turn three, I'll draw. And I drew on the hunt. Enemy face. The young psychopath does not have a uh, hunter, so she'll stay there. And we're good with that. So we're at the upkeep phase. I'm going to draw a card, gain a resource, and I drew second wind. Wow. I am not doing too hot here right now. It's not a lot of goodness here. First doom goes on torturous descent. I'm going to draw descent into madness search. If I have at least three horror on me, I lose an action. I do not, so I don't have to worry about that. Then the straight jacket comes out. Straight jacket. What are you doing? I'm not crazy. There's no copy of straight jacket in your threat area. Put it in a play in your threat area. That takes up a body slot and two hand slots. Return each asset of those slots to your hand. This card cannot leave play except the ability below. But joke's on you, buddy. I have nothing in my hands right now. See, that's why I held out on flashlights. Uh, and I don't have to worry about that with my track shoes. My track shoes are on my feet. So... Uh, I still got to deal with the straight jacket. So, in order for me to do the flashlight, man, what a wasted turn. I'm going to have to do it, though. So, uh, flashlight. Well, I'll spend two actions to get rid of the straight jacket and then put out the flashlight. So, this will help me out. Looking for clues, considering I'm not drawing my drawing thins and take hearts. So, that is it for the third turn. Uh, gain a resource, draw a card. And I drew a look what I found. Okay, two Doom is now on Torture's Descent. Draw my Mythos card. Mad Patient uh, to the nearest Asylum Halls, which is the Western Wing. It'll prey on the most uh, remaining sanity. And Force, when you attack the Mad Patient, take a Whore. Uh, two Fighting, three Evade, two Wounds. And it'll hit you for one damage. If he hits you. Or she. Looks like a she in the picture. All right, first turn. Let's use a knock on the flashlight and bring that down. Zero, two. They got that one clear. 
tablet. X. X is the base of the shroud value of the location. So it pretty much put me at 2 to 2. That's a pass. Gain the clue. Second action, I will do a test to see if I can put a fire in the kitchen. Uh, willpower. My 3 to 2. Minus 1. So I have set fire to the kitchen. Turn 3... I am, well, I got a bug out of that kitchen, so turn three. And I think I can soak up a little bit with the mad patient. So let's use the track shoes. I'm going to move before I engage with the uh, young psychopath in the mess hall. I'll do a test. I'll tap the shoes. Ah, tap. Back in the magic days. I will exhaust. That's the correct word. Ah, uh, test evade three to my three with the shoes four. What is it? Tablet, and that's a list of the shroud, so I will fail and be halted right there, and the young psychopath will attach to me. Enemy phase, I am going to take 101 for the young psychopath. Oh, I would give it plus one fight, or plus three fight, because I had every intention to evade after it engaged with me again. So, one fighting and one horse, I'm 1-1. One, one. Uh, that is it for enemies. So I will untap my track shoes. I'm going to gain a resource. I'm going to draw a card and take a, take the initiative. Three doom on torturous descent. I'm going to draw roach swarm. Uh, <laughs> getting I am getting all the fun. All right, so. Gotta deal something. Man, I am in a rough spot right now. Let's try to evade the young psychopath. Minus one. Uh, yep, so just got it. Then turn two. Disengage with the roach form. If, if I had a weapon, this would be a totally different story. Four to three. Zero. So roach form is detached. Turn three. Now I'm going to make a break. Track shoes. I'm going to move over to the same house where the mad patient is at. And then I'm going to test for the track shoes. Four to three. And really, 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 really want to pass that so I can just bypass the mad patient and get to the other side of the wing because I'm, I'm wasting time now. All right, I'll pitch the... Take the initiative. This is my third action, so there's only one pip. So this will put me up five to three. Plus one. So I will move over to the eastern patient wing. And this one has a zero clues, three shroud. Uh, as an accent, I could take a whore to evade and automatically evade a lunatic enemy at this location. Enemy phase. Uh, well, the map patient doesn't do anything. Just going to hang out. And I am going to gain a resource. Put me at three. Draw a card. Draw my graveyard ghouls. Wow. Man. Duh. Wow. This is just rough. Very rough. Really, really rough. And then the Roach Swarm and Young Psychopath readies for action for next turn. Four Doom is now on Torture's Descent. Draw my Mythos card. I draw a Maniac. After a Maniac engages with you, take a damage and deal one to the, the Maniac. Maniac's three fighting, one evade, four wounds. Well, now three wounds. And then if he hits me, it, he does a wound as well. The hits keep on coming. I am. Well, let's evade the maniac. Turn one. Should be doable. It'll be four to one. Minus one. Put him there. There's just a whole mess of enemies going on right now. Turn two. I got to deal something with the graveyard ghouls. And let's try to evade that. I should be able to pass that one too. Four to two. 
skull. Minus one. I do not fail. So disengage there for the moment. Turn three. Let's head down to the basement hall now. Dank air drifted out of some darker hallways, Carolyn asks. Do some of these passageways lead underground? Nurse Heather nodded. It's a very old building, Doctor. Four shroud. There is one clue on it. After the basement hall is revealed, put the four set aside. Patient confinements. I'll shuffle these up randomly. And put them into play. Each one has an additional cost to enter one of these patient confinements. I have to spend a clue. I wish I had a weapon. I'm not feeling very confident, you know, going in there right now blindly. Because I'm dodging a lot of enemies instead of dealing with them. It's very anti-William uh, Yorick right now. So that is it for my third turn. Oh, yeah, if I get rid of that clue on, on the basement hall, that's another worth of another victory point. Uh, enemies. Oh, well, the young psychopath, Roach Swarm, are not hunters. Uh, the mad patient's going to hang out at the Salem Halls. And that's it for ready enemies. I'm going to gain a resource, draw a card. I drew a police badge. That will kind of help me out. At least get some additional turns. And then I got to ready the graveyard ghouls and maniac. Who already has a point of damage on. We are at five doom on torturous descent of the seven. Draw my mythos card. Gift of madness. Tear. Uh, secretly add Gift of Madness to my hand. I cannot attack lunatic enemies. As an action, I can randomly choose one enemy from amongst the set-aside monster enemies and place it underneath the act deck without looking at it and discard it. It's okay. Right now, I'm not in the fighting mood because I'm not drawing anything to fight. So, uh, first turn. I will... Play the police badge. I think that'll help me out a bit. Turn two. I am going to spend my clue that I have on me. And I'm going to go into one of the patient confinements. I choose door number two. The heavy metal door is firmly shut and locked on the outside. The thin slit that would allow you to peer inside the cell is stuck. Uh, patient confinement. Occupied cell. Five shroud. One clues on it. Uh, as an action. Test. Um, a fighting two to release the patient here from his bonds. If you succeed, he howls like a wolf and tears through the basement. Remember that you've released a dangerous patient. It's a high shroud, man. But the fist, I think I can do. Turn two. Let's do that. Uh, turn two with the fist. My fighting fortitude. Tablet. X. X is the shroud value of my location. Yeah, I failed on that one. Turn three. Let's do it again. I have to get those. Uh, I gotta get those. Like you've done this, you've set this, you gotta get them. So it has to be done. Minus one. All right. Third action. I did do that. So I'm good with what I have so far. Uh, enemy face. One has a hunter right now. It's gonna move and. Come, try to come and get me. Moves into the basement hall. I'm going to gain a resource. I'm going to draw a card. And I drew bury them deep. Still no weapon. We are now at six doom for torturous descent. Draw my card. Whispers in your head. I cannot play events. Well, that would impact my look what I found on the hunt. Second win. Not too bad, but it's also taking a slot in my hand now. So it's going to put me at eight. Alrighty. I'm going to need a clue anyway I look at it. I can't advance through any more of the doors. And then with the Gifts of Madness, let's do that now. I'm going to randomly choose an enemy. I hate doing that, but it's going to happen sooner or later. So let's get rid of the Gift of Madness. I am going to put one enemy without looking at it, so it's going to be two on there now, behind the act deck. Alright. Turn two. 
Uh, well, I could spend a tick for the uh, flashlight. I have two charges left. That would put me down three, but it would be at three to two. I'd still be at a disadvantage. However, I can, well, with the track shoes, I could potentially avoid the, the, the graveyard ghouls, but I have no clues left. So, turn two, I'm going to draw a card, because i got to get a weapon. There, there really is no way around it. i got to get a weapon, and hopefully not, not the time warp ring, because I don't have the resources. So, uh, turn two, draw. Uh, I drew the man in pallid mask. He's going to be hanging out all the way at the garden. Turn three, I am going to draw again. And I drew a drawing thin. Wow, you know, this is not looking too too great for poor William. Graveyard ghouls will move at the enemy phase. They'll come and hit me for one and one. So it'll put me at three physical damage and then two horror total. The rest of the enemies stay where they are. I am then going to gain a resource and draw a card. And I drew a vicious blow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I gotta get rid of a card. Well, let's get rid of On the Hunt because that really is not gonna help me out. Anyway, I look at it right now. Alright, Torturous Descent is going to advance. In the back of your mind, a force beckons. Have you seen it? calls to you, glimpsing something in your peripheral vision. You turn and find a familiar symbol peering back at you wherever you look. It is etched on the doors, drawn on the walls, painted on the patient's canvases. You cannot escape it. Lead investigator must randomly choose an enemy from the set-aside monster enemies and shuffle it into the encounter deck without looking at it. Check the campaign log. If Conscious Man is not slain, well, she is slain. I mean, she would spawn in the garden, but... Don't have to worry about that. His domain. Flee. Flee while you can. When you would place an enemy beneath the act deck, shuffle that enemy into the encounter deck instead. Uh, in order for that to advance, it's eight. Might be getting the hell out of Dodge. That's the way it's looking there. Get to the yard, get to the garden. Because uh, I am not doing so so hot here. So, first turn. I still got the ghouls on me. So, let us do that. So, ghouls, I will. I'm just going to make my way up to the garden. I think I'm going to have to pitch it because eight turns. I mean, I could mess around for like another turn or two. But it's really not looking good for me. And I don't have any clues to open up any more doors. So, first turn. I can't even play events. Yeah, because I got the uh, whispers in your head. First turn, I'm going to evade the ghouls. Four to two. Zero. Ghouls are avoided. Turn two. I am going to move to the basement hall. Turn three, I am going to move to the Asylum Halls. And then React, I am going to tap my track shoes to see if I can just avoid them. Four to three, zero. So I get to move again to a connecting location, and I'll go to the Mad Patient. So one uh, for the ghouls, two to move to the basement halls, and then three with the React. So potentially I'm out of turns. So the Mad Patient uh, attaches to me. I will then spend the police badge to get two additional actions. So I'm not going to say done yet. I am going to do that. Then I am going to, on my fourth turn, try to evade the mad patient. All right, I'm at four to three. I'm not liking my luck here. I'm going to pitch barium deep and use the wild tip. I can evade five to three. Tablet, uh, where it's the shroud. 
and I'm gonna fail by one. Oh, that is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yep, sure will. I will fail by one. Last action. Four to three. Yeah, I could hit him. But I'm going to take a four for doing so. Yeah, let's hit him. And if I do that, I'll do the vicious blow. Five to two. Uh, minus one. I drew the skull. So it didn't fail. He, if I do attack the mad patient, I am going to take a whore. It's going to put me at three. So, well, at least I got rid of an enemy. And as I got rid of the mad patient, I can play an asset from my discard pile, paying for its cost. I don't know if I have anything in there. Uh, discard pile. I got the police badge, so I will definitely play that. I'll be out of resources, but I'll do that. Uh, enemy phase. Uh, well, the ghouls are tapped, so I don't have to worry about that. I got six cards. Make it seven, because we're at the upkeep phase. I drew a meat cleaver. Well, better late than never, huh? And then I'm going to ready the ghouls, so the ghouls will be around for action next turn. First doom on his domain. I'm going to draw Mythos card. Young Psychopath engages me. I must either take the plus three fight. Yeah, it's going to get the plus three fight because I don't have any damage to deal with. So she'll get the plus three, so she'll be at six fighting. First turn, I am going to Evader. It would be four to three. Minus two, that's a fail. Uh, try again, four to three. Tablet. Uh, wow, I am not doing a good job uh, evading. Uh, turn three. Try again, four to three. Skull, minus one, finally. But, unfortunately, she's just gonna ready and hit me all over again. But I couldn't I couldn't deal with the six fighting either. So that was really my own recourse to do. So, uh, enemy face. Ghouls now move from the patient confining area to the basement wall, or hall. Gain a resource, draw a card. Drew a cherished keepsake. Teddy bear's on me. I got the teddy bear. That's the end of that turn. Two Doom is now on his domain. I'm going to draw the Mythos. Walls closing in. Head is X, where X is the Shroud Value location. So I'm looking at three uh, with my four with a police badge. If I fail for each, I must either take one whore for each point of fail by, or randomly choose one inlay from the set aside my family and place it beneath the X deck without looking at it. Minus two, so I fail by one. I will take that one whore. It'll put me at four. All right. Well, first turn, let's get rid of the young psychopath. I mean, I could fight her for two rounds. I think I'll do that. Let's fight her instead. I'm more able to fight. Minus two. That's a wound. Second turn. Skull, minus one. That will take care of the young psychopath. I can play an asset from play. And there aren't any. No, there isn't. That was turn two. Turn three. We'll go to the yard. The yard has fresh air and the illusion of freedom. Makes the asylum courtyard a common gathering place for patients. Though the barred walls 
Dead tree branches sway in the wind. Gray overcast skies trap the asylum in a dull limbo. There is a clue on it. One shroud. And while you're investigating the yard, it gets plus one shroud for each horror on me. So now that it becomes five. If there are no clues on the yard, take one damage. And remember that you incited a fight amongst the patients. Well, we're past that stage. We're not doing that. So... Uh, I will tap the track shoes on my third action, though, because I just moved there. And then I will test, see if I can get to the garden. Plus one, so I do. In the garden, a lone statue stands sentinel over the garden. Cold wind causes dead leaves to roll gently across the garden path. And the man in pallet mass is there. Wow, I am... Thought there was a resign option on here, but I guess there isn't. I am completely hosed. Wow. Not good. Not good at all. See, good old William York is about ready to uh, tap out. It's been a while since I played this scenario. Oh, man. I'm in a world of hurt. So that was my last action. It does have a clue on there. Three shroud. I can distract the guards. Alright. Well. That'll do it for me. Nah, I can pitch the police badge and get a couple more actions. Let's do that. Pitch the police badge. Two more actions. I'm going to gain a resource. Use all three of my resources. And finally, finally, finally get a weapon. Play the meat cleaver. And that'll do it for me. Enemy phase. Graveyard ghouls are now moving in. They're at the eastern portion of the patient wing. Gain a resource, draw a card. Drew Act of Desperation. Four, five, six, seven, and eight cards. New round. There's three doom on his domain. I'm going to draw a roach swarm. Hey, at least I can handle the roach swarm. So first turn, let's handle that Roach Swarm. Right now, it's X, two wounds, three evade. Uh, use the Meat Cleaver. Uh, I will take a four. It'll put me a five. So I get two, four, six, six to three for an additional wound. Take care of the Roach Swarm, zero. Uh, I wish I can play an asset from my discard pile, but I don't have anything to play. I just have the police badge. Turn two. Uh, I will do the man in the pallet mask. Well, I can't do the investigate because he's got the aloof. Um, let's. Let's go back down now. Turn two. Move to the yard with the track shoes. One, three. Minus one. Puts me back in the asylum halls. Then, uh... So, one... I got one more action I will play the te I could play the teddy bear because uh, that ghoul is right next to me he's going he's gonna to engage me yeah let's play the teddy bear turn 3 enemy face, ghouls comes up engages me, hits me for one on one, I will put it on the teddy bear. And the damage on me will put me at four damage. And one whore goes on the teddy bear. That's it for enemies. Gain resource puts me at two. Draw a card. I drew take heart. And I got eight cards. We're at four doom for his domain. Not looking good for good old. William, draw mythos, uh, yellow sign. 
chest head four. If you fail, take two horror and search your deck for madness. Weakness. Uh, do I have anything to pitch on that? Could pitch take win and a drawing thing because it's not helping me out right now, which I'm going to do. Pitch both of those. And you know what, though? If I fail, I'm going to play the take heart just in case. Why not? So I'll put me at five to four. Minus two. I did fail by one, so I'm going to take two horror. So one on the teddy bear, and I'm back up again to five horror. Teddy bear takes it, and then I got to draw a card. Search my deck for a madness weakness, and uh, it's going to be paranoia because that's the only one I have left. It's going to destroy both of my clues or both of my resources that I have in the pool. Well, that went over well. So, turn one. I'm going to move over to the Maniac. It's going to engage me. It's going to hit me for one damage. Oh, no. Can't even do that yet. I got to deal with the Graveyard Ghouls. Let's hold that back. Graveyard Ghouls. Uh, turn one with the Meat Cleaver. I am at five to three. Actually, six of those. I have three or fewer remaining sanity. Plus one. Does it wound? Turn two. Uh. I would like to play the act of desperation, but I still got the whispers in my head in my hand, so I can't play events anyway. Turn two, meat cleaver. Six to three. Elder sign. This test is successful to return one card from my hand. Interesting. I will. I still didn't drop two cards and two resources, but I lost the two resources because of the paranoia. So I will get the two cards. What would I put in my hand, though? Probably take the initiative. I think that's going to help me out. Then I draw two cards. I got Drawing Thin and Lucky. Last action. There's our goal. 63. Zero will take care of the Graveyard Ghouls. And then uh, I will play the Teddy Bear. Considering I defeated an enemy. And I will be enemy phase. There's no enemies moving around. Gain a resource to our card. Drew an enchanted blade. But I got nine cards on my hand now, so I will pitch. Oh, I'll pitch the flashlight. Five Doom on his domain. I got four turns left. Well, three turns now. Draw. Corrosion. Discard item assets in play from 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 hand with the total... Well, in play and or hand with the total resource cost of X where X is the shot value of my location. It's a three. I gotta get rid of something with a three on it. I'll get rid of the guard dog. Oh. Discard item assets. I can't even do that. I'm probably going to have to either get rid of the shoes or the meat cleaver. Well, I can't get rid of the meat cleaver. That would be bad. Oh, no. I can get rid of the enchanted blade. Enchanted blade can go away. For three. First turn, maniac. I'll move over. Engage with it. He's going to take a wound, and I'm going to take a wound. Put me up five wounds to his two. Use my meat cleaver. I'm going to take a whore, put it on the teddy bear. Have a deal plus one damage. So I'm looking for the killing blows here. Six to three. Minus two. That's enough to take care of it. And then I can heal a whore for eliminating the maniac. can also play an asset from my discard pile. Uh, well, I don't really have anything really to play. Oh, I can play drawing thin. Put that out there. Yep. 
that out there. It's an asset. So that was turn one. Turn two, I fought. Turn three, I will... Move back to the basement hall. Such a roundabout way. My my biggest screw up is I did the I I thought there was a resign in the garden after I got the key, but I guess not. <laughs> uh, uh, you live, you learn. Uh, enemy phase. Nothing moves around. Resource draw a card. Do another teddy bear. Well, six doom now on his domain. Draw. My madness. And I drew a Surge. If I have at least three Horon, I lose an action. Yep, sure do. We have two actions this turn. Draw my next. Mythos card. Walls are closing in. Uh, this is going to be a bad one. Test head X, where X is a shroud value of your location. If you fail, you must either take one whore for each point you fail by, or randomly choose one enemy. Probably going to be the enemy now. Down one. Three or four. Elder Sign, I passed. And I can pick a card from my discard into my hand. And that would be... Let's do... A Police Badge. Well... Uh, let's do the Vicious Blow. Still need a clue, though. So I will play the Flashlight for my first turn. And first turn for that. Let's see. That would bring it down two, so I'd be down two to two. And then I'll play Take the Initiative with two more of that. So four to two. Same for my second action. Minus two gives me that clue. Turn three, I am going to walk in... Either door number one, three, or four. Let's choose three. It's a dreary shell. It's got a clue on it. Three shroud. Test. Uh, as an action test, knowledge two. To speak to the patient here. Uh, if you succeed, you're able to interpret her ravings. Remember that you know the guard's patrols. Fantastic. So that's it for turn number three. No enemies are moving about. Gain resource, draw a card, Time Worn Brand. It'll put me at nine. I will pitch the Time Worn Brand because that's not helping me out right now. Alas, York, I knew him well. We're at seven for the Doom. Drew the yellow sign. I don't think I have anything really. I can pitch the Teddy Bear and the Drawing Thin. So head four to my three. I will pitch the Teddy Bear and Drawing Thin. Make it five to four. Minus one. I passed. I don't need to take any more whore than I have to. Turn one. I'll use my last flashlight to dig that clue. Be at one to two. Minus one. Gets it. Turn two. Uh, I will do the knowledge uh, at this stage of the game. It's not looking too good. Uh, track shoes out. See if I can test. Four to three. Yep. So I can move to the next room. This is all during my second action. So I'll choose door number one. Hey, it's Daniel's cell. After patient confinement is revealed, advanced act to be. Uh, when you enter a cell, you find Daniel huddled in a corner of the room, sobbing and rocking back and forth on the ground. No mask. No mask. He stammers over and over and over. You help him to his feet and ask him what he remembers about the king in yellow, but he interrupts you. Don't speak his name! He exclaims frantically, his eyes wide with a yellow glow. Nigel made us speak his name. He made us speak the oath. And now he lives inside us, controlling us. Don't you understand? He rambles on. The man approaches, wearing a crazed expression, and you take a wary step backward. We spoke his name, and the price was paid. Haster! Haster, O King! And then suddenly, he transforms before your very eyes. His bones twist and snap. His body warps grotesquely. 
the symbol carved into his forehead burns bright, and a yellow glow emanates from within his body. He lunges to attack you. Spawn the set-aside Daniel Chesterfield card into play. Enemy side. So he's 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh, if I control the class with the Black Onyx, I can parlay with him. But I don't have that, so we're not even going to bother reading it. If I get rid of him, one victory point. And when he hits me, one fighting, one whore. Um, his stat line is three fighting, four wounds, three evade. But that was at the end of my third action, so he is going to hit me. One to the teddy bear, and I'll take another physical damage. It'll put me at six. That will do it. Because I'm going to advance to the final card, uh, final doom for his domain. I could draw another card. I mean, I'll do that now. Put me a five, and I drew a resourceful. The seven cards. The walls close in. Your vision blurs. There's a screeching in your ears. You are grabbed and cannot fight back. You call for help, and nobody comes to your aid. You look for a way to escape, but instead you see the pallid mask of the stranger staring back at you. Round every corner, behind every door, staring at you through every window. That mask. That damned mask. Or perhaps it is you who wears the mask. Each investigator who is not resigned is defeated. Well, I am defeated. Before resolving any other resolution of release and one investigator was defeated, have the investigators read the defeat first. Dr. Mintz, the patient has been medicated and ready to see you now. Have Nurse Heather open the files on the desk nearby, taking a moment to review the patient's records. Any changes in the patient's condition? Dr. Mintz asks in a monotone voice. A formality. We both know the patient was beyond repair. None. The patient's delusions remain. Demanding to speak with the warden, claiming that they're the only guests and rambling about the play that aired the other night, The King in Yellow. And their other crimes. The incident in the theater? What about 1452 Atlantic Avenue? They believed they were attacked and were defending themselves. Her voice was thick with pity. What could have caused somebody to snap like this so quickly? None of the patient's records show any prior history of mental instability. Can you make any of sense of this, doctor? Who could? Dr. Mintz sighed, stood, grabbing the file from his desk. My job is not to understand, it is to cure. Perhaps my experimental met procedures will prove fruitful on this one. The nurse winced and felt goosebumps in her arm. She knew how his procedures would turn out, and she doubted it would prove anything. Each investigator is, who is defeated is driven insane. There are not enough investigators to continue this campaign. The campaign is over, and the players lose. Oh, yeah, that happened. I expected it to happen. With my hand draw like that, it was not going going to go very well for me. So, on top of that, too, you know, eh, call it a rookie mistake. I mean, I thought there was a, a resign option in the garden. Considering it's been a while since I've been in Carcosa, and fortunately there wasn't. So, yeah, I mean... Honestly, deck-wise, try this deck out. I do like the deck, the way it goes. Uh, I just got host on, on, you know, 34 cards, 33 cards drawing in. I didn't draw a single weapon or any way to deal with the uh, the uh, the monsters to help me go through it. And I didn't draw any of the drawing thins or build the card engine up. I, I could not draw my, my draw and discard engine until mid-game. And that, that kind of really hosed me. So, even with the mulligan, it, uh, it happens. I mean, it's just the way it is. But... Yeah, try this deck out um, uh, for William York. Uh, it is a solid deck. I'll probably run this again and see if I can get a different scenario layout. So I think this is beatable. I just had a bad pull. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, cool. I didn't want to see William go out this way, but eh, he did. Such is that is Arkham. So we will uh, retire William for now. And we're going to do... Another campaign, I'm probably going to do the Forgotten Age. And based on what the Mythos Busters did, they had two deck builds for Daisy and Skids. So I might do a two-handed combo running through the Forgotten Age. And then I'm going to post it and see what kind of train wreck happens for that and see how, how that goes. Chances are it's probably going to end up very, very, end up very, very quickly, kind of like this uh, campaign that I just did. But I'll give it a shot nonetheless. So if you like what you hear... You can contact me, Tim, at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. That contest is out, ready to go. 
Uh, as soon as I get my first listener that responds to me and puts it on a Facebook group page, preferably the Arkham Horror Card Game Facebook page, uh, or tweets it out, uh, preferably the Facebook page. If you can do that, that's great. Uh, but go ahead and do that, and you're going to win yourselves a 2018 Invocation Kit. Um, if I get, you know, entries 20 to 21, first 20 I get, I'll put them in a pool and then raffle off uh, another Invocation Kit and mail it out. All right, so till then, we'll see how Skids and Daisy does in the Forgotten Age. It's going to be a train wreck, but I can't wait for it. I'll talk to you later.